The Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to the Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and this is part two of a three-part series in which I answer the questions submitted by students of the Numinous School. This week's question is about using your pendulum. Now, in case you don't know what a pendulum is, it would be... uh, If you remember the old days when uh, you might put a needle and thread over, holding it over a pregnant woman's belly, and it would turn to tell you whether it was going to be a boy or a girl, that is a pendulum. Basically, any pendulous uh, chain or string that has a weight at the end can be used for a pendulum. Now, this question comes from Lindsay who says, how can I trust my pendulum more? I was very excited when I first started using it, but have recently broken up with it because of its inaccuracies. I would ask when questions, such as when will I reconnect with so-and-so again? And I would get a clear, strong answer of three weeks or April. But that time frame would swing around and the predicted outcome would not happen. I wouldn't see that person at all. This has happened multiple times and I feel like I don't trust any answer from it anymore. So I've abandoned it completely. What are your thoughts and suggestions? Ooh, I have so many thoughts and so many suggestions about this. So, uh, now the very first principle of using the pendulum is that your neutrality is so important because really it can only pick up on ideomotor responses, right? The very tiny flickering of the muscles and the, the nerves in your body is what actually makes the pendulum swing. So it can only access information through your subconscious mind. Now, as we know, the subconscious is the gateway to the collective unconscious. So if you are in a nice, neutral, relaxed, and focused state of mind, you can access information either from your subconscious or from beyond. But when you ask a when question, it necessarily implies that there is anticipation, expectation, and attachment. So when questions, time frame questions are very difficult, it is incredibly challenging to remain neutral when there's an implicit sense of urgency by saying, when will I see that person again? The other thing I want to say about time frame questions is that a question like when presupposes that time exists in a fixed sense. Now just chew on that for a minute. And you'll realize how difficult and nuanced it is for your pendulum to give you an answer to that particular kind of question. Now, we could get really quantum on this and start talking about multidimensionality. But instead, what I did was I picked up the phone and I called the owner of one of the uh, longest established spirituality bookstores in my town. His name is Grant, and I think he really gets to the core of it. 
Here's what Grant at Instinct Art and Gifts in Victoria, B.C., Canada, had to say on the subject. An instinct. Oh, hi there. It's Carmen Spaniola calling from the Numinous Podcast, and I have a question about pendulums. Do you ah. have a minute to answer a question? Okay. Okay. What's your name? Grant. Grant. Grant, uh, the question actually comes from a listener, and it's about time frames when using the pendulum. She's wondering how she can trust it more because when she asks when questions, she'd get like a really clear, strong answer. Time frame would swing around and the predicted outcome wouldn't happen. So I wonder if you have some advice about what she could be doing differently to improve her accuracy. Uh, it's a tough thing to ask about because things constantly change. You know, it's, you know, it's like it can give you an approximate time of, you know, when you're going to see somebody or whatever, but, you know, it doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. It's, it's, you know, things just have a way of changing, you know, decision-making. At the time, this is what it looks like. Tomorrow, everything could be changing, you know, um, different people you run into change how you affects your life. And so you can't, you know, anything a pendulum says is not written in stone. Right. So you can ask the same question three days in a row. You might get three different answers from it because things change. Right. So would you suggest staying away from time frame questions or is the better is yeah. there kind of a better way to I ask would stay, it? I would stay away from time frame questions personally. You know, it's, um, you can say, is this person right for me if it's in a relationship or is this uh, situation with this person right for me? Um, then it can give you a yes or no answer kind of thing. But in terms of time frame, it's going to be very nebulous and it's going to constantly change. And do you okay. think that applies to divination tools across the board or do you think there's a different tool yeah. that might be better? No, I think that probably applies across the board. Now, there's a very famous book about uh, working with the pendulum. I think it's called um, uh, Pendulum Bridge or something like that by Dale Bridge, Olson. And, and, no, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, he has book, yeah. a time frame chart in there. Okay. But um, I don't know. I'm wondering if you, if you know, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this, Grant. I think that time frames are best to be avoided. So wh- what do you make of that? Well, that you even know, some well, of the experts you know, have you it. Look at it, but look at it loosely. It's mm. going to be an approximate time frame, you know, but don't, don't attach yourself to that, comp- that outcome things happen, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, are you thinking, you know, it's like the pendulum's going to know that this other person's going to all of a sudden do an about turn and do this, in which case it's going to alter it. I, you know, a pendulum won't know that. Right. Yeah. Because you know, the pendulum is just an extension of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And right. so when you're using a chart, it can say, based on what's going on right now, this is what it looks like. Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't attach much to that. Okay. Thanks very much for answering that, Grant. My pleasure. Okay, so Grant was pretty practical. He wasn't going to the quantum level with me about multidimensionality. But uh, I enjoy practical because what, that, that's really the essence of a pendulum, isn't it? It's practical intuition. Now, I do think that there are a few things you can still do to start to hone in on potential time frames. But again, I believe that the key is accessing the information through neutrality. So here's the three tools I'd like to recommend to you, Lindsay, and anyone else who's interested. First, you could triangulate your question by asking, 
what conditions would need to be met in order for uh, this outcome to happen at that time. So let's say you uh, say, when am I going to reconnect with this person? And it says April. You could start to triangulate by saying, what conditions would need to be met in order to reconnect with this person in April? And then in your pendulum chart, you might have a whole bunch of options like number one, they're free. Number two, I'm free. Number uh, four, uh, they don't have a change of heart. I don't have a change of heart. Work gets in the way. You know, you might write a whole bunch of options and uh, there may be an area in which there, uh, the universe will require harmony in order to bring that uh, uh, outcome to bear. Then what you could say is, to what degree is it true that I will reconnect with that person in April? And maybe you're only getting a 50% or, you know, maybe you're getting an 80%. Uh, but th that's obviously a, a, a very wide range. There's a big gap in there. If I only had 50 or 60% uh, in, in my degrees when I ask that question, to what degree is it true, I wouldn't put a lot of weight on that answer. And I would assume that uh, either the, the cosmos is working way more angles than uh, I can even imagine right now, or I'm really uh, subconsciously quite attached and anticipating a certain outcome and want a certain outcome. The second thing you could do is you could ask content-free questions to a surrogate or surrogates. So what I mean by that is, you could just hold your question in your heart. When will I reconnect with that person again? Then you could uh, email, contact, or telephone a friend or several and say, I have a question in my heart. It's about a time frame. And I'm wondering if you could take your pendulum and check in for me about when this event will come to pass. Now, I haven't done this with time frames, but I've done this with the simple yes or no questions where uh, I've sent a text to the women in my soul circle and said, ladies, I've got a question in my heart. Is the answer yes or no? Could you check your pendulum for me? Or could you check in intuitively and using your body as a pendulum? And they will just fire back to me what it is. It is incredible to me how often there is uh, harmony and um a consistency amongst their answers. It's also incredible to me when I tell them what the question was. If it's a very high stakes question, they will frequently say, oh, well, now that I think about it, I don't know if I really trust my answer. I might have just been saying that because I saw somebody else answered that. This is this is exactly why I go content free. If a person knows that this is a high stakes uh, query, it's very difficult to stay neutral. So you can use a surrogate to ask questions for you just by holding your question in your heart. And if you like, you can use several and get a bit of a survey. Finally, what I would say is you could get more accurate questions from or accurate answers from your pendulum in general if you uh, undertook a, a bit of a regime to build your um, depth of trance before you use your pendulum. So it's, it, you know, it's sort of one of those tools that's very easy to sort of pick up and grab right away and not really ground or center ourselves, uh, especially if it's a tool that you use several times a day or several times a week, which I, I often do. 
it's very good practice to get into trance before you use your pendulum. Again, you're getting more neutral and you're accessing a greater range of perception. So I would highly recommend that you don't give up on your pendulum, but rather that you uh, undertake a regime where you recalibrate your pendulum and yourself to your pendulum by uh, holding it, going into meditation, doing some grounding work, taking yourself into a nice uh, uh, relaxed focused state of concentration into a nice trance and then ask your questions. And uh, remember to ask that key question, to what degree is this answer true? And use the uh, percentage wheel on your pendulum chart. I hope that was helpful for you, Lindsay. And I'd really love to hear how it goes after you uh, recalibrate to your pendulum. Today's show notes can be found on my blog at carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. And that's where you'll find links to learn more about uh, the pendulum. And I'll also post a link to that book that I mentioned, The Pendulum Bridge to Infinite Knowing by Dale Olson. I want to thank you so much for listening today, especially Carolyn, who posted a review on iTunes saying, loving this podcast. Thank you for bringing these amazing people together to share their insights, Carmen. I'll excitedly uh, be awaiting delivery of this weekly. Thank you very much. I will uh, do my best to deliver this weekly. It doesn't always happen, but I I am amazed even uh, that we're up to over you know, 30 episodes now. So thank you so much for being here with me. And uh, this week, I'd like to give a shout out to all the listeners in the United Kingdom. Hello over there. Thank you so much for being with me today. It really is uh, an, an honor to me and a gift that you're spending this time with me. And please, if you enjoyed this show, share it far and wide so it can reach more seekers like you because you never know who really needs to hear it right now. And if you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com and just click the link for the Numinous School, my online intuition development course. And while you're there, sign up for my monthly email newsletter. You'll instantly receive a meditation download and you'll get something free from me every month. Until next time. Take care.